You are listening to the Party Girl Podcast with Chelsea Curtis, episode 38. So if you didn't know, I actually was up in Wallace, Idaho last week on a family outing. I want to say camping trip, but technically because we were staying at an Airbnb, I guess it wasn't camping, but we did a lot of camping type activities. There were hikes. We did a 14 mile bike ride on the Hiawatha Trail, um, which if you're not familiar with that, it's basically one of the last existing train routes that went through the Rocky Mountains in Northern Montana and Idaho. And they ripped up all of the train tracks and there's all of the tunnels and high overpasses through these gorgeous Idaho forests. And you just ride your bike through. So it's pretty mild and simple. Um, but like I said, in a, a couple episodes ago, like it was kind of terrifying to ride through like two mile long dark tunnels. Um, but we stayed in Kellogg. The ride through Hiawatha was like right next to this little city called Wallace, Idaho, where they filmed Dante's Peak. And in Wallace, Idaho, there's this main street intersection. It doesn't even have like street lamps. It's a small, small city of about 786 people. And in the middle of one of their main intersections is a manhole cover that says the center of the universe. And it's kind of a funny, like, how, you know, there's like arrows pointing to it. And it's, it's kind of like this <laughs> beautiful manhole cover. And I guess in the early 2000s, um, the government wanted to put a freeway through Wallace, Idaho. And the people of the town were really concerned because it would have essentially flattened their town. Um, and they they didn't want that to happen. So they, they started thinking of ways that they could prevent the government from putting this freeway overpass right through their town. So they started registering every home, every building, every structure as a historical site. Um, because that, if you have something registered as a historical site, it makes it a lot harder. Well, the government was kind of like, yeah, we don't, we're not buying it. Like we're going to do it anyway. And so four men decided that that Wallace, Idaho was the center of the universe. And so they made this huge ordeal and the mayor came out and they made this whole ceremony. And they basically said like, oh, we're, this is the center of the universe. Like you can't put a freeway through the center of the universe. It happens to be right here in the middle of our main intersection, right where you want to build this freeway. And so unless you can disprove our theory, then it's, you know, if you can't prove it's not possible, then it's possible. And so they had this whole thing where this small, tiny town of 786 people kind of locked arms and rallied behind, like, we are the center of the universe. You can't build a freeway through us. And so the freeway is like on complete overpasses and it just goes right alongside the city. And then it continues on to Coeur d'Alene and other parts of Northern Idaho. But I, I thought that was so funny because I while I was there, I didn't realize that Wallace was a city we'd be going to. And I definitely didn't realize that it was known for being quote, the center of the universe. And so to hear the story of how this little town of people that really had this strong desire for their town to not be destroyed and to preserve the history of their city and the buildings and everything that they band together and did that. And it kind of made me think like, you know, sometimes you may feel like you are small or your dreams are small, 
Um, I know I felt that way for sure with just pursuing things and, and feeling like, am I original enough? Am I special enough? Whatever. But the more you pursue something, um, and you're just relentless, like I'm not going to give up. I'm just going to keep fighting because I care about this and it matters to me. Like whether it's a dream you're pursuing or a political or moral view you have, like it's just amazing to me that we can band together even in small groups with like-minded people and have what we want accomplished. And I just kind of felt like I needed that little reminder today that even if you're only helping one person or two people, like, would it still be worth it for you? And my answer is yes. Like I always think about the sand dollar story or is it starfishes? Have you heard that little poem of like starfishes on the beach where a man is out walking on the beach and I guess, you know, during high tide, all of these starfishes wash up. And then when it goes back to low tide, hundreds of starfishes are laying out in the sand to roast and die. And so he was walking along the beach and he'd grab a starfish and then throw it back into the water and just keep walking and throw a starfish back into the water. And a passerby said, there's way too many here for you to even make a difference. And he bent down and he grabbed one of the starfishes and it was bumpy and beautiful. And he could see that it was alive, like it was moving and he threw it into the water. And he said, looking right in his eyes, he said, you know, it made a difference for that one. And I don't know if it's a true story or if it's just a little parable, but again, it's like that same concept of can, can you still just make a difference for that one person? And I feel like a lot of times we feel like if our, our actions aren't this grandiose thing, if we're not helping hundreds of thousands of people, if we're not, you know, super famous by the time we die or had some big, I don't know, like change in humanity or something like that. Like, is it really worth it? And I would say, yes. Like that's why I also have kind of come to terms with, you know, maybe I don't love mothering or find fulfillment in it, but the women who do like, that's so good for them because I think to, to them, for them, their starfish is their children and the home that they're creating and curating. And and that's the fulfillment for them. And that's making a difference for them to pour their whole heart into their family. And so for me, you know, finding purpose in business and helping other women find their voice and, and be able to share their talent for event planning. To me, those are my starfish where, you know, if it just helps one person, like that would have been worth it for me because the way I feel when I see the light bulb go off in someone's head is just like the most rewarding feeling. It's more rewarding than anything I've ever done, which is so funny because I, when I started throwing dance parties, I remember seeking fame and seeking, you know, popularity and wanting it to sell out in the first day. Like that, that was such a driving force for me. And while that hasn't happened, I don't know if it ever will happen, to be honest. I don't really care as much because the thing that matters the most to me are the women, the, the three to five women who after each event without fail come up and say, oh my gosh, like you inspire me. I want to do what you do. And here I am thinking like, oh, this event didn't sell out. Like I'm not that good. But then at the same time, like there's other women who aspire to do the types of things I'm doing and me doing it gives them hope, gives them courage and permission to say, you know what, like whether you want to do dance parties or you want to do some other type of event that helps people or women, like if I'm doing it and I've messed up as many times as I have, like you can do it too. You can be successful too. And that's kind of the whole purpose behind the, the community I've created and the movement 
that I am after is just empowering women to not only like have these businesses, um, but to really go after their dreams and, and to say, it's okay to be wildly successful. It's okay to want whatever big aspirations you have or what you want, regardless if I see them as huge successes or if they are, you know, in my eyes, small successes, it doesn't matter because success is relative. And so whether (laughs) you want big things or little things, you know, like by just taking action and taking a stand, like you can make your own world, you can make your own center of the universe, if you will. So I just want to leave that with you today and just kind of give you a little reminder that you're worth it and that no one is going to fight as hard for your dreams as you are. And so if you're the type of person that is okay, like coasting through life, like good, I'm so glad that that's happiness for you. But for me, for my tribe, for people like us, that's not enough. We've got to do more. So thanks for hanging out with me and I'll catch you in the next episode.